You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to this segment of Because You Asked. I'm Barry Newspot. A terror suicide bombing killed at least 22 people last week and wounded over 100 others at an Ariana Grande concert in England that was filled with adoring adolescent fans. Panic and mayhem seized the crowd at the Manchester Arena, the largest in Europe. The blast reverberated through the building just as the show was ending and pink balloons were dropping from the rafters in Ariana's big finale. Traumatized concert goers, including children separated from their parents, screamed and fled what is the deadliest episode of terrorism in Britain since the 2005 London Transit bombings. Today, and because you asked, we will answer the question, what do we know about the bomber and what steps should be taken now based on what we know? To begin, the name of the Manchester, UK terror murderer is known. He's a 23-year-old Libyan Englishman named Salman Abedi. British authorities are apparently familiar with him based on past intelligence. Abedi is thought to have returned from Libya as recently as last week. He was born in Manchester and grew up in the tight-knit Libyan Muslim community. He had become radicalized recently. It's not entirely clear when, and he worshipped at a local mosque that has been, in the past, accused of fundraising for jihadists. His older brother, Ishmael, had been a tutor at Dinsbury's Mosque and its Quran school. The Amman there said that Abedi, who wore Islamic dress, had shown his face of hate when he gave a talk warning on the dangers of so-called Islamic State terrorism, but that Imam did nothing about it. No surprise. Born in 94, the second youngest of four children of Betty's parents were Libyan refugees who fled to the UK to escape Gaddafi. The father of the Manchester bomber, Salman Abedi, has been arrested in Tripoli, Libya. The bomber's older and younger brothers were also arrested. And of course, ISIS has claimed responsibility for the suicide bombing. And they said... One of the soldiers of the caliphate was able to place an explosive device within a gathering of the crusaders in the city of Manchester, the terror group said on its statement to social media. The claim came after ISIS celebrated the atrocity at Monday's packed Ariana Grande performance at Manchester Arena as a victory against the crusaders of the West. They had an English-speaking ISIS supporter appear earlier in a video holding up a sign with the word Manchester and the date of the attack. So that's what we know regarding what happened. We know who did it, and we know why. The urgent question is, what should be learned from this terror tragedy? There are a number of conclusions that should be drawn at this point. One, when appropriate, investigate infiltrate, and shut down all mosques that teach hatred and radicalization. How is it possible that mosque after mosque are commonly known as radical, led by imams that teach hatred of Western values, hatred of Western culture, and hatred of Western governments? And often this hatred leads to violence. And yet the police are given the off-limit instructions throughout the West because it might infringe on freedom of religion. That's crazy. Two, call the enemy by name. Declare war on the enemy. 
Not like this statement from British Prime Minister Theresa May, who said, quote, we are working to establish the full details on what is being treated by the police as an appalling terrorist attack. All of our thoughts are with the victims and the families of those who have been affected, unquote. Where was a Donald Trump-like statement declaring the perpetrators as the enemy of civilization and then following up on that with a declaration of war on radical Islam within Britain? Donald Trump denounced the perpetrators behind the Manchester bombing as evil losers who preyed on innocent children and must be driven out of our society forever. Theresa May could learn from him. Number three. Never accept terror as part of the new reality. Ever. The Muslim mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, said after the jihad bombings in New York City last year that such attacks were part and parcel of living in a big city and that people would just have to be prepared for these sorts of things to happen. That's craziness. It's pure insanity. Politicians that think like this should be thrown out and replaced with people ready to lead a war to stamp out terror. In reality, no one in a big city or in any city should ever accept jihad terror massacres as part and parcel of living there. Ever. Four. Change the insane immigration laws that seem to favor letting in everyone so that the West can claim not to discriminate. At the rate Europe is going, it will end up with its citizens living in paralyzing fear, afraid to leave home for fear of encountering terrorism. At least they will be happy at home knowing that their immigration policies were not discriminating. 5. Every political speech after each incident must include identification of the enemy and redirection to the war to destroy this enemy. Manchester was only the beginning, says the Islamic State. In a video they, re they released right after the massacre. Thus far, in many places, ISIS is the only combatant in the full war mode. That must change. There must be a response. Please keep your questions coming to American Truth Project and our social media on Facebook or Twitter. If we select your question, you get a special gift. You can also write to me directly by sending me an email to barry at americantruthproject.org and uh, go to our website where you can sign up to be on our mailing list so you never miss an important episode. We're here to answer your urgent questions because you asked. I'm Barry Nussbaum. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.